Sonny is very lucky that his father is a better person than Dolly. And I think you, 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 you are an ostrich. Next Tuesday, April Fool's Day, he's the biggest fool in Manchester. And that is you, David Myers. Football heritage. No one wants to be a fullback as a kid. No one wants to grow up and be a Gary Neville. But unfortunately, crimes and wars will multiply. I love football. It's the Baller Boys with part two of our World Cup special. Uh, the reason I say it's special is because uh, for once we have not done that much uh, work <laughs> in the background. I just come <laughs> to have a chat on, uh, you know, vibes. We're running purely on vibes today, I think. Yes, yes. It's fair to say. Uh, DJ Nick Kaiser has been jet-setting all over the place, so he's full of vibes. Uh, full of it. has been partying as well. Um, I haven't been up to that much fun stuff, but yeah. It's been good. I've I've enjoyed it. <laughs> so why haven't you watched uh, some of the World Cup games? Eh? I've watched, bro. Gosh. I've actually watched. But um, you know, when you're saving Work lives, worker. Uh, that has to it's, take priority. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's a fair. Yeah. That's a fair shot. But too bad not many people <laughs> die of fractures, lah. You know. But yeah, saving lives. <laughs> How? Uh, maybe watching the World Cup with them could help. Yeah, morale. Morel, maybe exactly. not so good after yesterday since England have gone. Mm, <laughs> that is true. So it might be the opposite effect. But uh, prior yeah. to that, yeah, definitely, I think everyone was in good spirits. Um, but I, th- I mean, going on that sort of uh, wavelength, how have you guys actually enjoyed the tournament? I've not actually, we've not actually spoken about it as an overall, because obviously coming into it, we were all a bit pessimistic. Time of year, this I think. Oh, well, to be fair, this and Kaiser, I think you guys said you were excited. I was maybe a bit. On the other side, how have you guys uh, found it? I think a lot of upsets, I think, this World Cup. Uh, more than usual, or I don't know if it's recency bias or not. Kaiser, is that, would you agree with me in this? Yeah, sense that, like, I would think so. I mean, like for example, also first African Morocco, team in the semifinals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the first African team in the history of the World Cup to make it. And then uh, to the semis and uh, also the two South Korea and Japan, you know, going so far in this World Cup and like, it's quite fun lah. In that sense, uh, like that's yeah. football, you know. The like, most Asian, there were more Asian teams, right? Then was it South American or? Oh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Australia went in as well, right? Yeah. Round of yep, 16, yeah. so a lot of surprises. That part was fun. And yeah, I think what's fun is seeing, I think all the videos, I think... There's some positives from this World Cup. I think all the fans, because everything's so close together, I think there's big atmospheres anywhere you go because there's a lot of con- high concentration of fans in one place. Um, and then, I mean, all the videos you've seen, right, um, of the fans celebrating together. And I think there's a lot of positiveness. Yes, uh, whatever behind the scenes that happened, FIFA, Qatar, how the World Cup was given and all the people that like die along the way making the stadium and stuff. But the actual tournament itself, I think like apparently the hospitality has been amazing. All the fans are getting together. Uh, and so it's just nice to see all those heartwarming videos. Outside I of think the uh, just on that point, Kaiser, so I mean, let's take away Qatar for all the uh, political stuff. But in terms of geography, I think having the World Cup somewhere like Qatar is maybe a lot more accessible to maybe fans from the African continent, even mm, from yeah. Asia. And I think, uh, you know, for example, if you were to compare it to a World Cup in Europe or even in the you know, United States, North America, these these contingencies of fans probably would find it more difficult not only to get there because it's more expensive, but even things like visas and stuff. 
So for that reason, I think it's been positive, like you said, and you've seen this sort of uh, really positive um, atmosphere outside the stadium. I mean, none of us were there, but just from videos, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you can take some positives from it. The other thing, actually, which we didn't discuss before recording was, did you guys see that thing about the American journalist? No. Yeah, is that true? Did he really pass away? No, no, no. I mean, that's true. He died. That's true, <laughs> that's right? That's, def- yeah. that's definitely sure. So, you know, for anyone who missed it, it's a guy called Grant Wall. He covers US football pretty extensively. I think he's pretty well known amongst all the football journalists. Uh, so yeah. he was pretty outspoken about, you know, all the issues surrounding the World Cup, Qatar, LGBTQ rights, uh, yeah. you know, discrimination of that sort. Even while he was there, you know, he was posting pictures saying he wore a rainbow T-shirt, wasn't allowed into the stadiums. And I think at the Netherlands-Argentina game, it's actually quite sad. You go look at his tweets. He's tweeting about the game and apparently he just collapsed and died. Uh, You know, that's not to say there's any foul play or anything, but everyone is a bit suspicious. His brothers come out on Twitter and said, you know, he feels his brother was killed rather than died of, of unknown cause and yeah it's not it's not it's there's a lot of uh, things where i think you you can't ignore and this is one of them uh, and it seems a bit odd you know yeah a bit mm-hmm. too good to be true in a sense like is it coincidence or you know it's i mean and, and another thing right you just see on twitter like when people post like you know of someone passing you see all the comments are like ah oh, yeah he deserves to go to hell that this and all you know like so toxic bro at the end of the day someone passed away right i mean let's just take a step back and you know put aside like race religion beliefs and all that you know but it's it's quite sad to see and um hopefully it improves lah. but with the rate social media is going i think it's just going to become more and more toxic lah, if anything yeah so i mean that's the the most um shocking negative news i think that's come out so far otherwise i think the negative press has died down a bit or maybe we, i don't know maybe we're just ignoring it i have to say i've been guilty i've really enjoyed the tournament throughout the group stage you know we've had huge upsets so the last time we recorded it was only past the first game you know since then we haven't even spoken about belgium knocked out in the group stage germany knocked out in the group stage massive yeah. upsets massive upsets and i think that's why i've really really enjoyed the tournament and like i said i came into i as a fan came into the tournament not really knowing much about international football. Obviously, you follow the England team pretty closely. You know the players that play in the Premier League or the well-known stars of the other teams. But for that, I mm-hmm. came in completely neutral and I've, I have to say I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I don't know, is that is that the feeling that you guys have got? Again, I think this because of the recency bias. I don't know, is it because we follow football more closely now or is it because we enjoy this World Cup more? I have no idea. No, I, I do enjoy it more. For sure, and uh, I no, I don't think it's recency bias. It's also um, the institutions that facilitate for this tournament to be, you know, what it is. Like for example, like nowadays, like going out, you know, every bar restaurant has a projector, and it, you know, it's so accessible and it's so fun in that sense, you know. So they make it like easy for you to, you know, enjoy. Let's say you're going for dinner, and then next thing you know, eleven o'clock there's a game. You know, all these things, although small, but play a big role. Yeah, I would say. I agree. Make, I definitely yeah. agree. And also yeah. all the content around it as well. I guess like all the videos you see, and then on Twitter, and then yeah, people like yeah. speed, <laughs> like all these celebrities or whatever yeah. that like contribute to the stuff you see around the game or also during the game. Like so what, makes what was it like exciting. in? Because uh, Kaiser, you've just been to Lombok. What was that like? 
what was the oh, yeah. were, were people watching it everywhere or you know was did you even did people even know it was on or yeah lombok to be honest yeah the place we stayed was quite far away from any sort of like civilization or city uh, it's quite remote so we were just watching it within our uh place so I can't really mention to be honest but I guess when yeah when we did go out dinners and stuff there was some assignment but not not really a huge thing as very still under de- underdeveloped place yeah but still you see you can watch it remotely like yesterday I was out drinking at a bar but we were also watching the game on our phones you know on Astro on the go and like yeah. you know it's fun lah bro you don't miss the good parts you know you can watch and, it anytime and twitter has that stream do you realize twitter has streams for like every game there's this channel that like is somehow has it but it's a bit behind but like Like oh, is like it like a legit ten, stream? Tens of thousands of people watching on oh, Twitter. Like, I usually yeah. get uh, streams for my UFC fights from Twitter. Oh, but the annoying yeah. thing, it comes out <laughs> with a black thing that blocks the screen and say like, oh, uh, oh. What, click the link for full description. So that goes on for like 30 seconds and then comes off and it goes back oh, on, okay. which is annoying. Lah. So it's not a proper stream, but Not yeah. bad, not bad. But yeah. fun, bro. Overall, it's I would been say a lot very of fun. nice. I think that, you know, for us, right, I think I was, I was explaining this to Charlie yesterday. I would say a lot of Malaysians... Have a soft spot for the English team. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. It'd be interesting to to ask my dad and stuff because it doesn't stem from us, right? Like, I think even my dad would say he supported England because uh, of how closely team. we follow EPL and maybe how we support, all I, that support was EPL my teams, yeah. yeah, that was my answer. That, that makes yeah, the that's most sense. My now, feeling yeah. as well. You, you think know? so? The you same, don't think like yesterday it comes back? You see, I'm a neutral. Me. I say I'm a neutral, but yesterday I wanted. England, England to win to more win. than France, yeah. yeah. And when yeah. Kane missed the penalty, I was like sad, you know. I yeah. Was, like, oh. yeah. Like, yeah. Then I was like, why am I sad? Like, you know. Um, for But me, yeah. it's only I wanted them to beat France. But usually, I like England to not do well just to see how the English media react. And yeah, actually, like it's not been yeah. so bad. It's just, been very positive. Just, it's been very positive. Very positive. Yeah. Um, but I'm going. We're going ahead. We've skipped the. We've skipped to the the quarterfinals without even touching on the round of 16. So coming to the tournament when we recorded last, boys, I told you there's only one thing I wanted from this World Cup. I was completely neutral, and that's for the US to be out. Uh, unfortunately, they <laughs> lasted till the round of 16, and then we were done to be one. Bro, man. So I was very happy. And then the second thing, which I have to be honest, I kept from you guys, uh, was the fact that uh, I wanted Ronaldo to be out. And that as well has happened. And I mean, you don't have you happened. don't have to mention you don't have to mention <laughs> that to us. I think it's and not only yeah. has that That's happened. Assumption. He's had I would say you know I mean group stage he got a couple of goals, but then since then he's been benched. Not only was he benched, benched but Portugal yeah, played he's been fantastic shit football as well. without That's him. Yeah, excellent. Place the two hat-trick. things I wanted from this World Cup have come through, and I I'm ecstatic. Yeah, I see a lot of people. Ah, huh, when he played for United, sorry, I just have to put it out here. You know, he was benched, right? He wasn't the first choice, you know. And everyone's like, "Oh, the manager is doing this." Blah, blah, blah. But if you can't even start for a national team, bro, he's a national hero, and he's all these games he's on the bench. Goes to show, lah, there are levels to this game, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sad decline the past uh, month. I think Amazing. the other positive to really take about it, I didn't really think about it pre-tournament, was the fact that it was quite nice to root for the Asian countries, Japan and South Korea, a bit yeah. closer to home for us, and not not for the just just for the geographical sense. But <laughs> I think it gives you. A, I don't know lah. There's something about you know. It's nice to see if an Asian country can do it. We are slightly you know. Maybe closer in development, football development, closely closer yeah. in physical <laughs> physicality. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the football we play no is nice yeah. to see that they can do well on the world stage. I think that's why One it's nice us. to see that. Yeah, also because in Malaysia will basically never go to the World Cup in our lifetime. So yeah, like, never say never, bro. You never know. I don't <laughs> think so. La. Not in our life. Reformasi, yeah. bro. You never know. We beat Cambodia 4-0 <laughs> last night. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 
the uh, the other thing is <laughs> grassroots football will change. This <laughs> <laughs> this for sports minister lah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surely. I think the only way that'll happen is if we uh, renationalize a few other players who are good at football, lah. You know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think not in our life. Yeah, I saw quite a few white. Yeah, I saw quite a few white people in the our team yesterday. So. But you know, I was talking to you know my dad. He said those days, like the Malaysian teams, those days, right, against South Korea and Japan and uh, South Korea lah. In specific, in specific, he's like, you know, we used to whoop them. Yeah. You know, once upon a time, yeah. you know, like yeah. Mokhtar yeah. Dahari days, Mokhtar and, you know, yeah. 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 My uncle yeah. was my uncle was in those teams that beat the thing. seriously. Oh yeah. yes, ah. Uh. Can Google him, yeah. Abdul Ghani oh. Minhat. Oh, wow. so that's where the pedigree <laughs> comes from, like. Wow, wow. wow. he's no in the blade, bro. <laughs> nice man. Have yeah. you seen me at five aside last week, bro? bro. Oh, my God, bro. Where did he so, play? So yeah, coming back. Oh okay. Striker, striker. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I want to know. Oh really, lah? <laughs> Legacy. Striker, yeah. best God. position, bro. <laughs> Go on, Vish. So yeah, coming back to my point of saying like. Like you know, it's nice, Raul. It ties in with your point as well to see nice to see this. If South Korea can do that, I mean, see how far they've come. I'm sure Malaysia also maybe not in my lifetime. I don't know, but there is a possibility, right? So it's nice. We do have that, you know, soft spot for any Asian team, you know. Like even that day, also I buying. This was uh, two weeks back. I was buying curry pop, and then this guy, this Chinese man, comes and then he he tells this lady, he's like, hey, yesterday Japan beat Germany, you know. <laughs> Japan beat Germany. Yeah, like, that's yeah. definitely a bit yeah. of. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It is nice, but I think the other sad part was. I think you only when your professional game, is hitting the levels where you see, your international playing players playing abroad. I think that's the only way then your national team starts to play and they are competitive. So, for example, I mean, you look at Japan, you look at Korea. Japan have plenty of players playing in Europe. Plenty yeah. is not something new. It's been something yes. over the past twenty years. You know, what I mean, yeah. talk, go back to even Park Ji Sung at that time. Eh, sorry, mm-hmm. well, yeah, no, no, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Korea, about, we talk about we talk about uh, Nakata, the, uh, Nakata, yeah, correct. Sorry, sorry, I'm going ahead myself. But yeah, so South Korea, funny, South Korea, the same thing. Pedigree for the last twenty years. You know, it's not a new, it's not a new thing. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I probably should know the difference, but uh, which is which is goes against everything I say because I've been saying I've been following like Korean Korean KD games this yeah. year. And it's nice to so see the players perform. That was my point. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so you guys have completely put me off now. <laughs> but Japan, uh, as a team, bro, they're so good. You know, they work the way they work together as a team, right? They're pressing. Yeah. It's like clockwork, bro. So good. And each and every Japanese player, they're so technically good. You know, on yeah. the ball, they're so nimble. They're so, they can dribble. You know, they, they're a good team, lah. Actually, even like the strikers and all, they're all like quite small, right? But they're so technically good and like good. Work. Yeah. Press together, work Press together, together like, wow, yeah. Very work rate up there, performance. Bro, up there. Korea, he, they got a striker. I think Cho Gu Sang is called. So he was playing for like the team that won the league. Sorry, the team that came second in K League One this year. Mm. And after mm. the World Cup, like he's already got so many offers. In offers Europe, already, huh? Europe, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. That's the thing. When there. Malaysia have individuals, I think you know we got a, a couple of players playing in the Portugal Portuguese league and things. But not at this level, uh, you know. We don't have a yeah, human exactly. son. Literally, one of the best players in the world. We don't have players playing for the top clubs yet. I think only when that starts to happen, individuals start to play. Then only you see the international level. Yeah, that's good indicator. It's difficult, yeah. very difficult. Um, but the other thing is, any idea why we've seen so many disappointments? So I mean, we just look at a round of sixteen there. 
Uh, I mean, Croatia, Japan, both of them weren't expected to go that far. Definitely Japan. Obviously, they lost there. Morocco beat Spain on penalties. Morocco still haven't conceded a single goal this tournament. Uh, any idea why we're seeing so many upsets? I have two ideas, potentially. I think the one we Theories. discussed before the tournament was that the climate right, and the temperatures at Qatar, even though they're so well ventilated and spent, I don't know they how They got aircon, right, in the stadium? Yeah, basically. How does that work? The system is crazy. Bro, I turn the aircon on in my yeah. room and leave the window open. It doesn't get cold. <laughs> so how are you doing yeah. it in the stadium? In a bloody stadium. But yeah, I don't know if that has been a factor. I don't think that's been written about, so I don't know. But it seems like, yeah, for the African, um, Asian countries, it might be more uh, used to the weather. And then secondly, is I feel that the t- because it's a World Cup in the middle of a league season, right, for Europe and stuff, and all these players are basically like have gone through a half a season, which has been grueling, and now they've gone to a World Cup. I feel they're just more fatigued generally compared to the players who play in other leagues potentially, which are not as high quality and as intense potentially. Well, Kaiser has really thought about this, huh? Really, yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree, bro. I agree like, with everything yeah. that you, you've said. You know, yeah, I those are much two things. But the thing is, that's why I was, th- I was thinking the opposite for why England were doing so well. Because I was thinking normally England mm. come into international tournaments, their players are dead, you know, after a long season. After now they've come season. in where... Mm players normally peak right your December January that's when you really see players hitting the ground and that's why I thought the European teams would do really well just bang in the middle of their their European season so again it's interesting mm, no, it's fatigued. Okay. Is, uh, interesting. there was a there was an interesting graph or a picture that they put on Twitter yesterday I can't remember who it was or who made it but it was basically percentage of players born in the country they're representing right and team like Morocco, for example, it was only 50%. So only half their players were born outside Morocco. So it's whether, you know, we are starting to see players born in Europe, players born outside their countries of origin who are going through the European footballing system, you know, reaping the rewards, uh, but then coming back to represent their, their countries of origin and that's why you're seeing a higher level for all these countries I don't know I don't know if that's the case but it could be an explanation uh, and it's definitely something which is more common than it was maybe 20-30 years ago right yeah. yeah and some teams I think also because like the extra time I think that also plays a role you know like it, it, 90 minutes is not the end there's always like 10 extra 10 minutes you know, you know and that can change games especially in a tournament and there are I would say this is why it's a tournament. Uh, I don't know why I'm going, uh, where I'm going at this point, but in this in this uh, World Cup only you can see which are the tournament teams and which are the league teams. If you get what I'm saying, I was I was and literally saying uh, yesterday is I mean I wouldn't go as far to say they're two different sports, but it's very different, right? Very uh, different league football. Very very like look at Croatia. Croatia are not a. I don't think they're a good league team, but they're a proper tournament team, bro. They know how to play a tournament, lah. You know that's, that's an example. I think they are one of the older teams, right? In terms of like the average age. I think they're starting 11, but... Yeah, yeah. Maybe average age experience for is coming 11. through, yeah, on how to play these tournaments. De- Dejan Lovren still at the back. <laughs> Can you yeah, believe that? Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> so let's talk about the quarterfinals. So Croatia-Brazil, huge upset there. Brazil you know, are held until extra time, nil-nil. They score, they go 1-0 up. 
literally fucking great one. goal by the way yeah amazing bro. Neymar, great amazing goal, goal by the way oh my yeah. god the one two is around that the one two and inside. then for him to get past the keeper that small touch sh- past the keeper yeah and then he doesn't ground the grounder it you know he puts it to the roof where <laughs> yeah. the defender not gonna no reach chance. yeah so good amazing that, goal. that was a superb goal um w- and then unfortunately 117 minute or oh, fortunately croatia equalized yeah. and then they win on penalties last minute yeah you know and Petkovic. you see uh, <laughs> yeah it's been a lot of extra time drama so the other quarter final as well netherlands argentina argentina t- 2-0 up absolutely cruising and then, and then the tactical masterclass van gaal he brings goals. on his uh, assault weapons <laughs> and just bombards <laughs> uh, bombards them with the set pieces yeah right? direct that was direct football bro that's not total football anymore van dijk also went out front apparently right yeah ball like into the box and just try to attack the goal and it worked lah you know but i think hats off the best set piece of the tournament was that set oh piece oh my la. god in the, the last, last minute. minute and then you that's something you do on fifa bro you don't like do that in like like in real yeah, life to right? have the balls like, to that i mean even fifa would be controlling like you wouldn't have the balls to do something yeah, like that so <laughs> last minute something. last minute right <laughs> so so for those who don't know for those who didn't watch so basically it was a free kick at the edge of the box and what they did was instead of shooting it directly at goal they had passed it to a striker who was in the next to the wall next, next to the, the wall, wall yeah and then the striker just got a touch off and just like rolled it in past Martinez amazing like to do that at that time literally your last chance of the game heads off Excellent. but they didn't go through lah but so yeah like, but then ah. then the script gets reversed right because normally you see that last minute tackle uh, last minute goal and they come back you normally imagine that team to go through but unfortunately they lose to Argentina what well, they missed the first two penalties van dijk missing the first one um So yeah, Argentina go through the message. Great, great saves by great yeah, saves Martinez. by Martinez, by the way. Because Two saves, like, right? The, the penalties saves, weren't that bad, to be honest. They were going yeah. reasonably in the corner, but proper great save, saves uh. from him. And shout out to Messi. I think he played superb, lah. Actually, the first goal was his creation. Like what a pass, bro. Oh yeah. You know, like the thing is yeah, with Messi, cool. the difference between I don't know why, <laughs> but the difference between <laughs> Messi and Ronaldo, <laughs> right? You can Let's see the how Messi integrates so well in that Argentina team and how he gets things moving, you know. You know, he's like a the, in, the main guy in the cogla, you know. You take Messi out of the equation, I think, you know, I don't know lah wh- wh- whether you know Argentina going to play better or not, but in this tournament he's proved it, bro. He's proved how good he is, lah. He's yeah. just he's just so good, bro. So I so think good. everything at the end day that argument maybe is a bit personal i don't think it is la i think even on the numbers that only swings one way but if you want to look at the way they play football everything i like about football right everything i watch the game and i'm like oh, that was nice he does so well he does yeah. the best that yeah do you know what i mean um He's so good la so that lives on messi in the semi finals with argentina the other huge upset was portugal morocco Again, I think they were heavy, heavy favorites here. Portugal, you're playing really. Yeah, a lot of football. people lost money. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people lost money. <laughs> uh, but Morocco one nil, uh, kept it solid, playing really nice counter-attacking football, and they're through to the semis yeah. now. Yeah, I think I think they go, uh, had a few chances. They could have scored more, and throughout this tournament, I think I think Morocco has the best defense. Right, the they haven't considered a. Uh, uh, a, a goal from opposition goal. open yeah. play yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you serious yeah. Yeah. yeah from oh my god yeah so yeah. like yeah lah so good lah the the back four surely so Madrid or what gonna sign the whole back four and including yeah. Roma and sizes yeah I think Liverpool are in for their 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 number six Sofia Namrabat not the one that played for Watford but the one that plays for Fiorentina <laughs> 
But the big quarterfinal, I think, uh, again, coming back to Malaysian supporting England and obviously us being in England, uh, was England-France. I thought England played very well. I think, again, it's very hard to look back at the game and say, oh, at 1-1, they should have gone for it a little bit more. But at the end of the day, France are a very good team. I think it was a 50-50 sort of result. Up, yeah. Could have gone either way. But, mm. I mean, it all boils down to that penalty, right, guys? Penalty, yeah. What were, the, yeah. What were your thoughts when uh, it was given? First of all, I don't know how it wasn't given in open play. I don't know what the referee play, was yeah. looking at. Doing, yeah. Um, but so it, I think do, first do you think goal it's difficult? from was good. Do you think it's difficult taking two penalties in the same game? Against the same keeper, Against yeah. Against the same keeper. Yeah. yeah, and he went the same side, except... That but one, the second one went to the stands level. But it's tough for both, I think. Tough for the kicker and the keeper. Eh? The keeper as well? Just yeah. Yeah, all the mind games. I would go to the exact but same place, I think, again. Again, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. same. But you see, I, Kane's so good with penalties. You know, I was confident he was going to score. You know, it's Kane lah. But I don't get why he had to sky it. Like, even the first penalty... <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was a plan. Top corner, full blast, 99, you know. Like, why? What? That's his know, style lah. Like, la. I mean, it's worked for him, I feel. Easy to say lah, again. Do you? Yeah. Uh, uh, but the thing is, besides the penalties, did England have many? Did they have many other uh, chances? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. No. Really? No. Uh, they were saying that England had better chances. I don't think. Or oh, they just played well, la, But they didn't really have clear chances, lah. Yeah, I could, yeah. They dominated possession, but I think in terms of forcing Loris into saves, there I were a Kane few. So I remember there were Bellingham shot so outside clear. the box. Uh, or not, nothing sort of point blank. You know, I think they created Kane, some nice. Yeah, long I remember efforts. Kane. Kane had like two because he like rolled the defender in the box and then whacked it. Yes, correct. Oh, yeah. That was in the first half, yeah. right? He turns uh, yeah. Upamecano. Uh, but yeah, really disappointing. I mean, uh, I think the overall feeling, I still really like Gareth Southgate. I think it comes back to the fact that we say league football and international football are two complete different things. Fair. And I think he does well in tournaments. How can you argue with a semi-final, final and then quarter-final in three international tournaments? I think that's pretty good, like, you know. And this team is a young team. They're going to be in their prime at the next World Cup, the next Euros. Yeah, yeah. It'll be nice to see. The next Euros especially will be very nice to see. The likes of players like Saka, Rashford, all these guys, they're, they're matured already, like, you know. This should be their peak, peak. Like. But okay, I just have a question. If let's say Kane had scored that, gone 2-2, if let's say it went to penalties, do you think England had the... Hmm. Uh, like, it's more Pickford. Pickford versus Lorries. So both are not great, I think. Yeah, I don't know they're about not great. Penalties. penalties, I think, is. The penalty, is, I don't pick. Is yeah, the, yeah, part, part, the thing I would say is, I think Southgate, most of the time in knockouts, he's quite happy going to extra time. Mm. Uh, and I think towards the end of the game, you know, with the momentum, with Kane getting the penalty and stuff, I think France were. They looked the more. Back foot of the team, they looked a bit more tired. I would have thought if it went extra time, right, England would find that extra sort of, mm. you know, 10%, 20%. That was the feeling. Like, you can never tell. Like, I don't know. This was just yeah. my feeling of watching the game. Um, but there we go. There we go. So defending champions are through the semifinals. They'll play Morocco. And then it's Argentina, Croatia. Who's making the finals? Argentina, France. La. I think that's... I mean that should be the, this one but yeah know, I think this is where it starts all you know Morocco might make it <laughs> I really don't know I really want yeah I think Morocco will be the top I want to win but then Argentina la, for Messi I think yeah I think it will be nice bro yeah. I think he deserves it it will be so Messi. boring another Croatia-France final you know Oh my god, please. Just for the oh sake yeah. of the same, be, same two teams la, you know that'll be horrible yeah please but the thing is <laughs> I don't know just watching Argentina play 
I don't think they're that good a team. Actually, that is a good point, by the way. I feel none of the teams yeah. this World Cup have like stood out, you know. Yeah. In general, this is like no one really deserves. No one really deserves team. to win this World Cup. I thought like Spain were that team, but then they also fizzled out. Um, yeah, same. England also. I thought they were very, they played very well throughout the tournament. But like Kaiser saying lah, not amazing, not spectacular. Portugal also, they were quite good, but. I think I guess that makes a great France. World Cup, lah. The fact there's no yes, exactly France. Yeah, team, France, but uh, I think France are a, a level above team, the uh. other three, lah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I Strongest don't. I really team, don't yeah. think France. Argentina are that good. I think if Argentina still win the World Cup, right, it's just is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it's really <laughs> just wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually, harsh word, like, That's a harsh man. word. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, favorite heavy favorites are France, Argentina in the final, and I think France just edge it. So we'll see. I think next time we're recording will be post-final. Unfortunately, DJ Kaiser is off. Uh, off jet setting. <laughs> it'll just be me and you, But any other final thoughts before we go, boys? Mm. World Cup. World no lah, nothing lah. I think that's about it lah. We can wrap it. Thanks, guys. It's I thought we were going World Cup. <laughs>